Well, let's look at Isaiah 9, verse 6 this evening. Isaiah 9, verse 6, it says, For unto, a or unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. Luke 2, verse 8 It says, now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a, the sign to you, you will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So the angel stated, On earth peace and goodwill toward men. John fourteen twenty five. says, these things I have spoken to you. So this is Jesus speaking. So it was prophesied that Jesus had stated that he is the Prince of Peace. We saw in Luke, uh, the angels said, peace on earth. As the baby Jesus is being born into the earth, there's peace coming into the earth. Now, peace between God and man, uh, but peace uh, in man that if they'll, they'll uh, trust in the Lord Jesus. So then John 14, 25, this is Jesus speaking. He says, these things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things uh, that I said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, do I give to you? Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So that so Jesus is saying, I, I'm I'm uh, I'm leaving, but the 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 Helper, the Holy Spirit, is going to be given to you, and He'll teach you all things. He'll bring to your remembrance all things that I have said to you, and then He says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Let's read one more before we go on. John 20, verse 19. So Jesus there, he's speaking. Now Jesus uh, was crucified, uh, buried, rose from the dead. And then in John 20, uh, he is risen from the dead. John 20, 19 says, Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. First thing he said. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. 
So he said, peace be with you, peace to you. And then he said, receive the Holy Spirit. This is when they got born again. So Jesus has rose from the dead. He's paid the price. Uh, this isn't the baptism with the Holy Spirit. That comes later. But this is when they got born again. They have the Spirit of God living on the inside of him. So Jesus uh, brought peace into the earth. He, was say, he says he's the Prince of Peace, that there would be peace on earth. Jesus himself said, my peace I give to you. And then and he said... I'm leaving my peace with you. But notice right before that, he said, the Holy Spirit, I'm giving to you. Well, the Holy Spirit is the comforter. Now, he said at the beginning, if you look at John 14, verse 25, he said, I have spoken to these things while I'm with you. And he's going to leave. But the Holy Spirit is coming. And Jesus is saying, my peace, I'm leaving with you. Well, the Holy Spirit is a conduit of his peace. The Holy Spirit is God in you, the person uh, uh, the person, the Holy Spirit, uh, the Spirit of Jesus inside of you, there to give you peace. And so then in verse 27, he said, peace I leave you, I leave with you. My peace I'm giving to you, not as the world gives to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So he's talking about then continually. He's saying, I'm going, but the Spirit of God's coming. And then we read later in John 20, he said, peace to you, receive the Holy Spirit. So the Spirit of God is here constantly to, if, will, we're going to see this further, but the Spirit of God inside us, through our spirit, we have the peace of God 24-7 all the time. We have to tap into it, but it's ours. It's ours now. Let's read one more before we go on. Galatians 5.22. It says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. So the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, one of those is peace, the, the, the Spirit of God came into us when we were born again, and then our spirit is hooked up with the Holy Spirit, and so them same, those same things can then be born in us. One of those is peace. So it's always there. It's up to us to act on it and draw it out. So J Jesus came to give us peace. And so I have a question. If, if not now... He came to give us peace. If not now, meaning this instant, meaning now, which is always now, like now's now, but now's now, and now is now. So now, anytime we say now, it's now. So if he didn't come to give it to us now, when? When, when should we have peace if not now? So the answer to that question locates us. Because if we think, as if there's a question, well, yeah, I'd have peace, but uh, when this gets taken care of, when the dust settles on this or when I know this, then I can have peace. That locates us as to what we, what we believe about this. We can, amen, and we can say, yeah, yeah, and, and, you know, John 14, 26, what, 7, I heard that before, but, but, 
if I knew this and that and had this in line or this wasn't going on, then I could have peace, that'll locate us because Jesus didn't come to give us peace in the future. He, gave, he came to give it to us now, which is always now. <laughs> there is no... So God is outside of time. And God's not moved by anything that we maybe tend to get moved by in the flesh, in our natural mind. When Jesus said, my peace I give to you, my peace I leave to you, and then he said, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid, he's talking about now. <laughs> he's not, there is no like, well, yeah, but, space, yeah, I understand, there's this or that, and so you put it off. It has to be now. It always is, is vital now. The Holy Spirit is in us now. The Holy Spirit is the comforter now. The Holy Spirit is able to help us right now. It's always now. The Holy Spirit isn't, He's not waiting for some storm to pass before He helps us. In fact, He wants to do it right in the middle of the storm. In fact, that's when your peace is the strongest, is when you're acting on it in the face of something, uncertainty or turmoil or pressure or whatever, if you have peace in the middle of that, now you know you have real peace. Well, is God's peace like that or is it not? Is what Jesus came for, you know, we, we read Isaiah 9, right? That we, we, they're going to read it on Sunday, one of the kids is. This is a, a, a Christmas scripture. It's not really, I mean, it's in the Bible. We use it for Christmas all the time. It's prophesying of the Savior, Prince of Peace. Well, is that just a nice sounding phrase, or is that real for us? Because if all we, oh, Prince of Peace, Jesus, you're my peace, and then we get out of the service or get out of listening to whoever and go, what am I going to do, or how is this? We're, we're not living in it. What good is that? I mean, to me, it's not any good. I, you know, you and I, we live in this world, in a fallen world. And so if, if Jesus gave his peace to us, then we, what he came as Savior to do, part of that is peace. Of course, we could preach the next, you know, continually, 24 hours, 48 hours, just continually on all the things Jesus is. But He is the Prince of Peace. He came to bring peace, and the peace of God is in us through the, the Spirit of God in our born-again, recreated Spirit, and we can draw it out by acting on what He said. But it, it is for us now. And so if we make it vital living now, then we're going to experience it. If we put anything in front of it or act like whatever may be in front of us is too much for God's peace to manifest now, then we will do without it, even though it's there. So we, we experience the peace of God by acting on what the Bible says concerning, in this area, in every area, but concerning peace. So like we said, if, if Jesus came to peace, he, gave to, he came to give us peace, and He came to, to give us peace now, and if not now, when is it for? And that question just going through our minds will locate us when we ask ourselves, well, why aren't I in peace now? Well, there's this. Well, that we have to, we have to reprogram that part. Otherwise, see, we're to have peace for the whole journey. And this life is a journey. And the older you get, the more you realize that. And it's a, it's a lot shorter journey than you realize when you're younger, right? 
You always hear this, but the older you get, the more you realize how short it is. You guys are all going to be silent on that. You older folks, you more mature folks are going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. It just compresses. You start to see people start looking really young. You start seeing you just this whole thing is going in slow motion. So if you don't, you know, you don't see around all the, the corners and the twists and turns of life, and if you're only going to have peace when you think it's all settled down, you're going to go a whole lot of your journey out of peace. You're going to miss a whole lot of life. You're going to miss out on so much of life because we're always looking for something to settle or something to get an answer, but, you know, there's always something else. If we'll look to the wrong, if we're looking at the wrong thing, there's always something else that will keep us out of peace continually in one way or another. Yeah, you might get a, a glimpse of peace, you know, but then there's the next thing. Or we can trust God and we can have peace right now without all the answers that we think we need because we're relying on Him. And that's the answer we need. We know we have, we, we know we know God, we know we know uh, that he, Jesus is our Savior, we know we have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us, and the more we get a revelation of that, that just changes everything. Well, He's our peace, He's on the inside of us, so if we believe that, then everything else, it's just like a force field that goes out. You can realize in the middle of whatever, I'm going to have peace now. I'm just going to enjoy this. You know, we were just in the middle with all, all the tech team. We, we just, you know, if you, if you actually watched the, tried to lead, watch this live stream, you know, if you're watching the edited version in the future, you haven't seen this, but if you're trying to watch the live stream, we had several hiccups, multiple in a row, you know, that don't ever happen. And so we're all working on it. But we, you know, we got it all done. The team got it done and we got it all settled and okay. You know, a hundred years ago, you couldn't even stream. Nobody'd see anywhere. What's the big deal if the stream's not like, Right out of time. Who cares, right? But any little stupid thing you can get out of, oh, this isn't going on, or oh, I don't know about this, and what's the point? Well, you say, well, that's real small. Uh, it's all small in, if when you look at it compared in, in uh, God's perspective. I'm not making light of anything. There are, there are serious things that go on, but God's peace is serious, and God's perspective is serious. And we ought not make too much of our situation to where we get serious and lose God's peace. We're wrong. It doesn't matter what it is. If we think, yeah, but this is really grave. We don't understand the, the, uh, the magnitude of what God has done and what He is through the Holy Spirit to us. So we need to make light. Again, I understand we can go through some heavy stuff. I'm not making light of anybody's situation, except we need to make light of it compared to what God is doing. When it's individually, say, I'm not going to make light of your situation to you. That would be rude. But you need to make light of your situation as it relates to God. Otherwise, it's going to get you down. Same thing for me. Same, we need to take it before God and go, God, this is not bigger than you. I'm just not within the middle of this. I will not let this steal my peace. I'm going to be at peace right now. You know, we can talk about joy. We can talk about a lot of things. We're just talking about peace because 
you know, the world's looking for peace. It is scrambling all over the, you know, this time of the year especially. People scramble for stuff that's so inconsequential, but they can get out of peace just drop of a hat, just out of peace all the time, or they never get into peace, so it's just constantly out. And, you know, uh, a lot of us, you know, you, you work in the world, so you understand you're dealing with this all the time. We go to stores, we deal with stuff. You know, you, you people that it's like, what's your problem? What, they're not saved. Yeah. <laughs> or they are saved and they have no clue and they're just operating like everybody else. So it's not surprising. It, the question isn't what they're doing. The question is, is what we're doing. Am I walking at peace or am I freaking out over something? Am I doing what, what I ought to do? Because, I mean, really, if I'm getting out of peace because the other person's getting out of peace, what am I doing? Well, you're just, you're getting so mad. What are you doing that for? <laughs> what am I doing? I'm acting, well, number one, I'm a hypocrite, but I'm acting like I'm, get, I'm letting somebody else's behavior get me out of my peace, and then invariably, I'm wrong. At that point, doesn't matter what they did, at that point, I'm off because I could be experiencing the peace of God, but I have chosen to let somebody else get me out of it. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. He didn't say anything about what the other guy did. And, and, you know, if more times than not, we would look at ourselves first and just say, okay, so what's, what's, uh, what do I need to be focusing on here? Because I can't control the other person. I'm not too controlled. I'm not saying you don't deal with issues. That's a different thing. I'm talking about somebody did something. You can't do anything about it as far as they did it. They're doing it. You can get mad and get out of peace, or you can still, if you need to deal with something, fine, but deal with it in peace. You'll do it a lot better. The coolest head in the room is always going to do a lot better than if you're, you're getting uh, upset or I'm getting upset. I'm not going to think clearly. I can't hear God when I do that. But if I'll stay at peace and I'll just let him flow, now I can be at peace and realize even in the middle of this, you're being, you're not nice right now, but I'm not going to say that out loud and I'm just going to connect with God right now. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get out of peace. I'm going to enjoy this as much as I can. Not that I think this is enjoyable, but you know what? Because you said this, I'm still going to connect with God and the spirit inside. What, God, what do, what do you want me to do here? That'll get you through some situations. There can be pressures that you're going through, and, you know, the, the pressure, how, how can you, you know, uh, how are you going to get to the other side of this? This happened, and then this happened, and then how am I going to get to the other side? What's going to happen? And that can just keep you, uh, you know, in turmoil. I, I mean, I give you a real fresh example. We, we had... Um, we had a, uh, something with our house that happened uh, with the storm back in September, and we had scheduled something, and it was that was supposed to be fixed as part of something else, and then we got the guy there, you know, the team there, and it's like, oh, well, we can't do that. The you know the other team will have to come out and do that, so then it was another period of time, and they came out, and they're like, oh, well, we don't have the equipment. I don't know. They didn't tell us about that because they are finishing something else, so then you know, have to come back, and then, you know, we're in contact with the higher-ups, and they're like, oh, no, the salesman's going to have to come back. He comes back, goes, you know what? We don't actually do that thing. The, 
um, the last company I did, I made a mistake. They, they did that, but this company doesn't. And so I messed up. Well, now we got to try to find another person and we have all this other stuff going on. And it just little by little. And I'm like, I have to get this done before there's snow and then they can't do all this stuff. And it's just incremental. You know, you're getting strung along. Anybody ever had anything like that happen? Because people don't do what they said or whatever, and then you're trying to get this, and this person's going to call you back, but then, and then it's two days later, and now you can't do this, and you're like, okay. And so then we're looking. You don't want to overpay for something, but, you know, you don't want, you know, a certain amount problem to, to change into a problem that's 10 times that amount because you didn't get taken care of, and... So then, so then we, we were, I was like, you know, Shelly, we, I don't care. We're calling as many people. We're getting this thing done. You know, people not calling back, but we got this person. Not sure if you're going to really do it. Okay, this person, I'll do it for this much. Can you be here? Yes. Two days later, they came today, this afternoon. We, they showed up, did it. It's done. Yeah, it's supposed to be done. That problem is gone. Whereas if it kept going, you know, it could be, become a big problem, but that was done. But that type of stuff, I mean, while we're going through it, it's just like, it's not like we didn't try to do this. I mean, we call this person, this person. And now because you didn't do it, you, you've strung me along to where it's like now. Okay. So I can, I can stay there and get frustrated about it, or we can just say, now God, show me how we're going to do it. And we were like, well, this person could do it, but we're like, I don't, yeah, but maybe not. I don't know if that's in their wheelhouse. So just getting it done, then if it's not right, then it's on your house. And so, but we got a person, they got it done, they did it right, and it was done. And so many things in life are like that, that you can get uptight about them early. I'm not saying we walked it all perfect. There's time it's like, really? You just want to wring people's neck at some time. You're like... <laughs> really, you know, did you, did you really not know? Were you trying to get the rest of the stuff to me? You know, I, I had to believe the best. This guy's like, no, I really don't think he wanted to report to his boss and come walking up my driveway and tell me that he screwed up. So I don't know. But anyway, so we go on and uh, these type of things, they happen to everybody. And so you can decide whether you're going to be at peace or not. But then You've, everybody's experienced it. Something that was, you were tempted to get out of peace about, or you did get out of peace out about, then it's resolved and you're like, okay, well, that's done. <sighs> there wasn't any reason ever to get upset. Well, there's never any reason to get upset. I mean, there's reasons, but we can choose whether we want to or not. Easier said than done sometimes, yes, but we can if the Bible's true, we can do it. Look at, um, so we read, we're not going to turn back to Galatians, but that was saying the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. So it, the Spirit of God, or the, 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 our recreated Spirit, this is the fruit of the recreated Spirit, has peace as one of its fruit. Colossians 3.15, it says, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Rule where? In your hearts. Well, where's that? That's your spirit. Let, it says, let the peace of God, though. So you could choose not to let the peace of God rule. But Jesus came to give us peace. That peace is there. It's a fruit of the Spirit. But we can, he said, uh, let not your heart be troubled. Let it not be afraid. Here it's saying, let the peace of God rule. 
So we decide to do that just continually in the middle of whatever. Christmas, no Christmas, you know, read a Christmas scripture, not read a Christmas scripture. If it's in the Bible and it's about peace, doesn't matter what time of the year it is, it's for us. So peace is not determined. It, it is influenced or can be influenced by circumstances if we let it. And we're not saying there isn't challenges to do that. Everybody in here knows and online, you know there's challenges to let that influence. But the, the um, challenge for us is to act on what the Word of God says more and more to, yeah, if we, if we have... Uh, acted in a certain way when certain things happened, happened, the more and more to let God's Word dominate us, so we do what this says and let the peace of God dominate us where we used to let the circumstance dominate us. And to let that more and more rule in our lives so where the peace of God is overtaking more and more real estate and time in our lives to where we're just dwelling in the peace of God and things that used to get us riled up don't. And when we get to something where it resolves, we never got out of peace about it because we knew God is faithful and He's going to do what He said. And so it's a waste of time for me to worry. It's a waste of time for me to get out of peace. And so I, I, I stay in peace. And when it resolves, all we're doing is praising God anyway. And just stay there. Isn't that so much better? Romans 8, 6 says, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life in peace. So to be naturally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is, is life and peace. To be just natural like the world thinks and, and just looking at what we can see and touch and feel and just what, what we can understand, that, can, that leads to death. You're just, you're just dealing with the way the world deals with stuff. And we're influenced by natural things. We're influenced. We are opening ourselves up to getting poked by the enemy all the time. Because if he can get somebody else to say something to you that he knows is going to rile you up, you are an, an, an open target. I'm an open target. If he knows all this circumstance, which he has influence in the world, if something comes in and he can get that to happen, and he knows he's going to get you out of peace, well, if he can get you out of peace or me out of peace, then we start operating carnally instead of spiritually. And if we do that, we're going to make stupid decisions. We're not listening to the Spirit of God. We're not calm. We're not honing in and listening to what he says because we're not at peace because we're afraid that something out here is going to affect us. And when we're afraid, we make dumb decisions. We don't, we don't listen to Him and flow because God's not ever upset or off kilter about anything. Now, we know that up here, but it's got to be to where, how would we know whether we really believe that? And it's operating. It would be now. The peace would be influencing us right now, whenever now is. Now in the middle of whatever in the middle of whatever circumstance and feelings and pressure, in the middle of uncertainty in the future, whatever. I mean, there's a whole lot of that in the world, right? You could just look at the news headlines, and you're like, well, what's going to happen now? I'll tell you one thing, regardless, we should have peace. We should not freak out like the whole world does. How many, what's going to happen now, is there been in your lifetime? And they're historic, but what's going to happen this time? You could just perpetually be on the edge of your seat. Or we could just be like, 
I know God. I know him, and I know he's taking care of me. I know what his word says, so I'm just staying here. You guys can run around the room and, and get all freaked out if you want, but I'm going to stay here. I'm just going to be... I'm just going to be here and I'm just going to enjoy my life because what's the alternative? I'm going to live for God. I'm going to hear him and I can hear him a whole lot better when I am at peace and calm thinking about what he said, meditating on his word, knowing that he never fails knowing that he'll always be faithful, knowing that no circumstance is too great or big, just staying there. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. Well, if you know that, if you believe this, We know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose, not just cherry-picking something, you know, just God's in control and He's going to do whatever. No, when you're... You believe God, you trust Him, you're going after. He, it's not saying God is ordaining everything that happens. It's saying it doesn't matter. If you stay connected with God, He will turn things. If we'll believe Him, He can make it turn out right for the kingdom of, for the, the child of God. So when things come at us and it looks like, how is this going to work? We don't have to worry, or I should say concern ourselves with that. We just have to know, I'm serving God. I'm going to be where He wants me to be. I'm going to do what He wants me to do. I'm going to stay on track. And you watch, this is going to turn out right. This is going to turn out for my good and God's glory. You watch Him do it. He's done it before. So I'm just going to stay in peace mode now ahead of time. I'm not going to wait till the dust settles because I don't know, you know, that's just a waste of my time in between. I am just going to be at peace. I'm going to choose to do what Jesus said. You know, let not your heart be troubled. Let it not be afraid. I'm going to do what Colossians says, where uh, to let the peace of God rule. I'm going to do that now. And you watch, God will turn it around. God's going to make this clear. So I'm going to believe him. And as I believe him, there's going to be peace there. I'm going to be at peace now. That shows that I'm trusting him when now, not then, not when it settles. Now I'm in peace. Right now. Everybody say now. now. I'm just going to drill this home. Now. now. That means right now. And that means when you get out of here on the way home, it's now. <laughs> and when you wake up tomorrow morning, it's now. I, I just want this to ring in your head all week. Pastor Jim said now. You, something, something pops up. You know, at, at work or pops up at school, I want you to hear now. Something financially, financial pressure can be just, can try to take all the air out of you. You want to move, uh, it, financial stuff can just try to push you to where you don't feel like you can operate. But if, number one, make sure you're doing what God said. Money is nothing to God. It's not, we, it, we you know, the offering isn't part of this edit that we're, you know, those of you that are watching, but if you watch the whole service in, in the offering, we we're talking about the fact that if you're serving the king and you're doing what the king told you to do, you don't have to worry. He's going to supply all your need. 
So, so we might as well just be at peace about it. When? Now. now. So you get a bill you don't know how you're going to pay. You, you don't know how you're going to pay. What, what should our response be? Number one, now we're going to be at peace. Not when, oh, when this is done, when I have the money, then I can relax. No, we're going to relax now. Right now, the moment you see it, you're like, your mind goes, how are we going to do this? Now I'm going to be at peace. Present. The present. You know that saying? I wrote it down. I, didn't, I, I couldn't quote it. You probably heard this or variants on it. I don't know. They, I looked it up. Nobody knows the origin. It's evolved over time. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. But today is a gift, and that's why it's called the present. So we're talking about present peace, now peace, right now. That's all you got. You can't worry about what happened, you know, in the past. You can't worry about what's in the future. You have now in order to act on God's Word and just to walk in peace now. That's the only time you get to walk in peace. You can't walk in peace. You can't be like, man, if I would have known this was going to happen, I wouldn't have ever been out of peace. Too late. Why did I waste all that time worrying? Too late. Well, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. Okay, so you can waste some more time and just waste your time the whole time while you're waiting for the future. The only, you can't not worry for the future. Like, you can't say, well, when I get there, I won't worry. You don't know what you're going to do because when you get there, it's going to be now. The only time you have control over is the present now to decide you're going to walk in peace. So when anything pops up, we should just be saying, now, yep, peace. Now, peace is for now. Jesus came to give me peace right now. In the middle of this, your head goes, What? How are we going to do it? Shut up. We're going to do it now. Right now. It's, if it's not now, when is it? If not now, you know, the next question, you say now, your head says, what do you mean? If not now, when? Head, shut up. You're wrong. If not now, when are we going to get in peace? We're going to freak out for five minutes, then get in peace? That's not going to help. You're going to be more freaked out in five minutes, and it's going to be harder to get in peace then. That's not going to work. Well, I'll just, I'll just dabble with it. You don't dabble with that. You might just fall off your horse and not get up for like a week because you're so freaked out. No, just instead of even dabbling, why don't we just go right into the peace and say, Lord, I, 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 just, if you, I have to get quiet. Lord, I'm getting quiet, and I am going to be at peace. If you're in a boardroom and stuff's going on, meeting, you wait, you do the best you can on the inside to get quiet, you know, more practice, the better we get at that. But as soon as you have a minute to get out, you just get out and be like, God, I'm not letting this get to me. I'm going to be at peace now. You, 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 you brought me peace, and it's for now. It is not for 10 weeks from now. It's not for tomorrow. It's not from an hour from now. It's now. Lord, and if you'll ask him, the Holy Spirit is there right now to enforce what he has come to do, and the Comforter will come on the scene. But we have to act on him. We act on it, he'll be there, because that's what he does. You don't have to convince him. He's ready. Amen.